Welcome back to the Watch So Serious Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. We got Devin, we got Stephanie, and we have Lauren. So we have everyone here. How's everyone today? We good. We in the building. Afternoon delight is happening right now. We got some afternoon delight. <laughs> Early morning in Texas. Absolutely. I'm good. I'm Lauren, good. I don't think you know what afternoon delight means. What? I do. It's turn, exciting. I'm excited. Turn your video off, sir, when you say these things. <laughs> I, I don't know what it means. <laughs> Brandon, be quiet. I'm going to need you to see. You know what, Brandon? We starting already. Well, let's get started because we got a lot to talk about. So... I told Stephanie last week, I said, uh-huh. the first two episodes, nobody, you know, it's been very calm on the on the Bird app, and people have been nice to each other, and we saw, we saw this growth in these characters, and I told her, I said, next week looks like a Lawrence episode, and I guarantee you, it ain't going to be quiet after this episode, and I was right. Uh, <laughs> this, this, was, uh, this was a lot. Uh, this episode was a lot. So um, I usually say, what's your overall thoughts? But it's a lot to talk about, so we might as well just jump into it. Is that cool with everyone? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay. That's cool with me. So this episode was episode three of season five of Insecure called Pressure Okay? Question mark, exclamation point. Uh, Stephanie, you got both of them, both of the punctuations this time. Uh, This starts with... uh, so you, it starts off with Issa breaking up with Lawrence. We saw that in the first episode, mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the first episode. And so he comes back to his crib and he's all packed, ready to go to San Francisco because he took that job. And so then they cut to Lawrence in San Francisco. And I was like, this nigga got a nice ass crib in San Francisco. He must be getting paid a lot of real money. money. Yeah. It's that, that tech Money. That's, that's you can tell he's getting that money. tech money. Yeah. He in Silicon Valley, honey. Well, I mean, ain't no more Best Buy shirts, <laughs> honey. <laughs> ain't, ain't no, ain't, ain't no hourly rate. No swipe on the clock. No time and a half. Yes, fully salaried. Okay. That, <laughs> that nigga that's got every a house week. on a hill with a view. Yes, hello. Great in San Francisco. Barbara uh, coming to the house to line him up. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, or uh, you know what? If yeah. I live in San Francisco, I'd probably, I'd probably have to go to Oakland to get a haircut. I don't know if I trust San Francisco to get a haircut when I had hair. I guess I don't know about man. that. My man, my man, Lawrence can have Nathan come through, man, for all that money. He <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to Lawrence at work, and you know, yeah, I think it was a cool contrast of like Issa is the one giving pitches to people, and Lawrence is the dude at the table hearing the pitch. Uh, in front of people and so these people were trying to market like some smart apparel bullshit and they asked Lauren the one dude was like another smart apparel company and Lawrence was like you know what these people seem like they got their shit together and the dude was like all right then you take this one nigga basically and so <laughs> Lawrence was like all right I guess so that's his first people he working with or whatever and so then they cut the Lawrence on a date and he having this real awkward conversation she was whacking shit Yikes. <laughs> I haven't dated in so long that I don't even remember what it's like to like ask those questions. Oh. But they were talking about like siblings and where are you from? And I'm like, fuck cares about siblings. It was like, is this what first dates are? Because I don't remember. Dated? 
So I don't know, but that shit seems. <laughs> wait, I'm the only. I guess like everybody else is like I'm not. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm putting Lauren in this this category of coupled. <laughs> you know, I've been the same nigga since I was seventeen. So okay, like, so you I you su- you are super. Put the cape on. You are super coupled. Work. So like the first day. Was <laughs> wait a minute, was song. it Best Buy, Lauren? It was not. It was Target. It was Target. So it was definitely. Hey. Ooh, let me tell you something. We need to find everybody who met at Target and who were like, we've been together since we met that day at orientation at Target. I'm like, I need to. I need to say no because it's like they y'all be together together. Like, no, we can make it through one holiday season at Target. We can make it for 20 years. So that's hilarious. Mm-mm. Nah, we got mm-hmm. we got like over like 4,000 married couples up in Southwest. So like, it, it's real shit. I'm just saying, people there? be meeting people at like work. married yeah. couples that both yes. of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's God. like big organizations yeah. like that. Like, I work at a hospital and it's a big organization. So people are like, yeah, I meet people at work. They don't work in my department, but I meet them at work. Yeah, that's facts. That's facts. That first date should like it's for the birds. Like, um, so yes, I feel like the only uncoupled person here, and I was still like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like, like I see you got one sibling. Tell me about your other. I don't give a fuck about them. No first date. Hey, I, feel yeah, like, I never asked about. Yeah, I feel like dinner's a bad first date. Like, I need something that's happening. You think so? That you I gotta can move. Talk, you gotta. I can make yeah. the conversation go. Because mm. when you're at dinner, it's gonna be awkward. Uh, what are you getting to eat? See, no. that's why I feel about movies too. I feel like movies oh, are yeah, terrible movies. first date because oh, no, you're never... not. It's like, no. I'm sorry, I'm going to be watching the movie and please don't take me to a Marvel movie because I'm damn sure not paying attention mm, to you. That's a horrible so, first date. So if you do dinner in a movie, the movie has to be first. So you have something to talk about. Correct. After. I think so. I think yeah. so. that's not a bad idea. That's like, yeah. like, it's like, I wouldn't, like, movie is fine. It's like, if you go into like dinner after the talk, especially if it's like a right. big movie that everybody's excited for. Like if it's just like let's right. go see this, it's like yeah, I guess. But see, I'm like Brandon. I'm like I'm like let's do bowling. Let's do like that whack ass mini. I'm activity guy. Yeah, do, I'm activity yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, do something. Hell, we could just walk around a park. It's like just so it's like it's space for y'all to talk. I think that's the issue. You don't want to sit in a car and share an extra large fry from McDonald's and a Powerade. Please, man, you better give me my McDouble, okay? Let me tell you something, Lauren. When they bring back that the eggnog milkshake, yeah, I'm like mm, that's Yo, gonna be the I'm best. Gonna do you know, it, you know it'd be the, it'd be the dates from hell on Twitter. Like, They're like, is this a date? Like, stop bringing in these couples who, like, you know what? We got eighteen dollars between us. Let's go get some food. Is this a day? Sharing one single noodle of spaghetti behind a dumpster a day. And here come the red chasing them down the alley. It's like I think I went on a fast food date. In, as a teenager, like no, I don't think I. I don't think I don't think I, I, I ever did. No, it's kind of like knowledge. Did, so my high school days, we was at least going to Chili's. Like, love, oh, okay, yeah. it's like child Chili's, <laughs> Applebee's was my Applebee's, thing Ruby Tuesdays. Yes. You know, stuff like that, but McDonald's, no, barely even I Sonic. Mean, I mean, we just got Sonic, so I wasn't a teenager when it came. I mean, Chick-fil-A I, always hit for, you know. Five guys is a day. Five guys, because that's like a thousand dollars. It really is. It's like, so here's your burger and your fries and your shake. It's twenty nine fifty. Five guys is definitely more expensive than Fridays. Yeah, you better eat all the peanuts. You you better. It's like, oh look, well, honey, let me just eat these peanuts because what you want? You want to eat this burger, and I'm eating these peanuts. It's like, no, like I legit get, get a ziploc bag of peanuts. Like I'm not playing with y'all. Like this, they actually are really good. good. It's like it's they roasted. Slap. It's like they do slap. It's like it's roasted peanuts, y'all. 
So wow. yeah, so he on this awkward date, and then his phone ring. Oh no! Then he says some shit about he's scared of the damn trolleys because he gonna because they ain't got no doors. Have you ever been to San Francisco? No, that joint is steep as shit though. Real, it real is, talk. but it it's steep, like but you not finna fall out the fucking yeah. window. Who the hell? How you think you are, Shang Chi? Did you think yeah. that he was gonna fall out the trolley? <laughs> nah, never, never. But I, yeah, you know. He's weird. He's a like, weird I'm dude. A, I'm a fly a out. Um, what are you, perfect strangers? Are you hanging out the door waiting? He's like, <laughs> sit your Man. ass down. Larry and Balky, look at that. Come perfect on. Strangers. Listen Come here, on, Balky. Larry. Do better on your date uh, banter. Yeah, that but yeah, to, to get a text message. Yeah, no, a text message. A tech, yeah, this phone beeps, I should say. He get a text message telling him his baby born. And she think it's a joke because I would think it's a joke, too. <laughs> I'd be like, no, oh, that's a I'm joke. never thinking that's a joke. You'd be like, for real though? Like, and he was like, nah, I gotta go. And he just put a bunch of money on the table. <laughs> just like, uh, I think this will pay for it. That's how you go. know he's getting that bread, yo. <laughs> when you can indecent propose to somebody, be like, hey, I don't know how much you how you're gonna get home, but here, take this and go. Like, get out of here. That's wow. That's and, a terrible way to end a date. And this is when it starts. He gets he flies back to LA and he shows up in the hospital. And he walks in and he's like, I'm looking for a condola. And the nigga at the reception office was just dismissive as fuck. It was just like, uh-huh, wait a minute. And he's like, bruh, I'm the fucking like <laughs> I'm the pappy. I'm, I'm the, the fucking pappy. dad. Like, where's the one where's my son at or whatever? Where's my child at? And then the nurse came in and was like, you know, your your son was born a little bit early, but he's healthy. And then this other room. So I'm gonna take you there. Which was pause uh for the call. How did you feel about the the, the white ladies just being so pre- presumptuous? Like there was very little bit tearing. What? Okay, man. Because because she he said he was the father. Yeah, but like yikes! Is, is it like and that? And that's the thing. That's what that's what apparently that's what people want to hear. Hashtag what? male people. They want to hear that. Like oh good, so I I, I can get up at back, back the thing in six weeks. <laughs> oh, I, I was like pick that part up. Oh, I shit. was like what? what no, I did. As soon as she said it, I'm like. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just like, ma'am. It's my baby, okay? No, <laughs> Lauren would. Yeah, Lauren, how, how did you, do you, uh, honey? I did, Wait. I, did I did not hear that part. The, the tearing, the ripping. No, I heard it, and oh, I so went. I, I, I had. I'm a C-section girl. I had two C-sections. Oh, oh yeah, you was good. But hey. that was that was wild when that nurse did say that because that yeah. is a thing like women being like stitched up super tight for mm-hmm. like their mate like their husbands or whatever yep. uh pleasure and that's like that's like wow but it just goes into like how just I don't know like women just do not have a lot and people who have babies just do not have a lot of like agency like in modern birthing Mm-mm. systems. Because like I always tell people about like when I got my tubes tied, for example, they asked James to confirm with him, like right in front of my face. And I'm look, I'm on the table like cut open, like everybody asked when I get sold up, what the fuck? So that was crazy when she said that, but that's not unrealistic. It's it's literally called it's called the husband stitch. Yeah, it's called yeah, exactly. If you have a vaginal work, they may say. It's the wow. It's the it's the husband stitch. They really Bruh, I did not know this at all. None of that. Mm-hmm. That None is that. wild as fuck. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. So that adds more. Because when she said it, I was like, "Damn, we still doing the husband stitch thing." I thought. Yeah. See, I was so oblivious. I thought she was saying like 
she had a healthy birth. Like no, I thought that no, was like something that could go wrong, like mm-mm. during childbirth. And uh, he, she was saying no. that it was healthy. Not at all. No, I had no, no idea. Not at all. Yeah, she she was trash about, and it's, you can see she did, she said some trash shit about the expression of her face when she said it. She's like, yeah, very little tearing. Like I was, like, <laughs> I knew exactly what she was talking. About. I was like, girl, we still doing this. That's wow. sick. It's like really it's so little, ridiculous. That's a good little detail to put in the show. That's good. And then yeah. and then we get to my girl from waiting to exhale. Whole mama now. She a whole mama. And I was like, oh, well, they have some good know. parents on this show. They had my man. Come on, yeah. Layla. I love it. Bring okay. bring yeah. on my baby. Bring on my snickerdoodle, Lilo Rashawn. I love it. She is everything. So then they go into the Morris going to the hospital room, and you know everybody it's was awkward. like giggling that's and talking, awkward. and then they just stop and look at him. And they were side eyeing Lawrence early. Uh, it's like, oh my! In, and he walks in, and he's kind of he's like, oh, you know, how's how's everybody doing? And she goes, Condola's like, uh, this is Lawrence, and his sister was like, oh, I see why the nigga looks like this. Uh, and then she said, we named the baby Elijah Mustafa, and Lawrence <laughs> was like, huh? <laughs> he was like, what? Where did that come? He, so that's his face. He's like, like, where did yeah. this come from? But then she at his mom her her mama asked her asked Lawrence if he wanted to hold the baby and Lawrence was like yeah and so he held the baby and he looked happy and so at this point I'm like okay look at this happy Lawrence holding the baby little did I know the next scene the fucking gaslighter in chief Chad shows up no hey no, no this Palmer. nigga is a gaslighter he oh, lit, no, but first of he all he fucking lit a torch under this nigga. No, no, no. He did. Yes, he was saying everything. He's a sounding board. He was saying everything. No, that, no, that no, no. Wanted to say. no, no. Lawrence was. Lawrence was. Like, you are going down that winding hill, Debbie. There you mm-hmm. go. Always handed down that winding. At this hill. point, Lawrence was like, "This is a little weird," but I just not sure what's going on. And Chad fucking lit a fire under his ass. He did. This is correct. So here's the deal. So can we touch on Debbie or Kiki? You know, it's really interesting. What did Lauren say? Keep me posted. That girl, her sister has been with her the entire time of her pregnancy. And Lawrence has not. He was basically like, give me the Twitter updates on my whole kid. That's the whole part. I was, I'm sorry. I would not be, I'd be like very much. I honestly would probably been like Lita Rassan. Let me not say what the fuck I want to say. And, oh, do you want to hold the baby? I'm sorry. It's like, Lawrence deserves a lot of that smoke. He just and this, does. This is crazy because, like, a lot of it just shows how bad people are at communicating. Because, again, once you understand you have a child on the way, there's a process. There's a baking process that you should it be should involved. Be. It should be. If you said, boom, we're having this baby, you, you, you breaking their news and you have everybody... You shouldn't have to be like, boom, I'm having a baby. You should be knowing that, hey, you should got a labor text. I'm going into labor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's That was my first thing, too. And it just shows what lack of communication you have. But they alluded to the funny thing is in the show, they alluded to that they had some communication up while she was pregnant because they talked because at one point, Lawrence said we talked about baby names. And then another point they had talked about, he had mentioned something else that they had talked about while she was pregnant. So they alluded to that there was some communication up until that day. Uh, but it don't seem like it was that much. Yeah, uh, nah, yeah. Like what, once a month? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? And, like, and, and, remember- and that's the issue. Towards yeah. the end of her pregnancy, 
she would be going to the doctor's office more frequently. But now you want to jump shitting out of the baby's hands? Like, hold up, sir. Right, Why right. were you not there? You, but, I'm like, how long you been in San Francisco, boo? But part of that stuff is that Condola wasn't telling them because we'll get to it later in the episode. But she brings up something like Tiffany had to take her to urgent care or something like that. And Lawrence was like, I didn't know you had to go to urgent care. You didn't tell me anything. She was, he was in another, you were in another yeah. city. And that's <laughs> communication. Kind of thing. Like, what, what was he going to do in that moment? Exactly. You were in San Francisco. She's in LA. What oh, no, no. I'm do? not talking about that specific situation. Up. I'm saying that it shows that she might not have been telling him everything. She says she might they not have, be telling they him. Don't communicate. I know they don't communicate. Well. They don't. Like, got a thing. Because the last, like that last month of pregnancy, you're going to the doctor weekly. Like when you get in that ninth month, it's a weekly visit at that point. And so just to not be communicating at least once a week to say, hey, like this is what's up. You know, I'm this many centimeters dilated already. It's a chance that the baby, like. And the baby was early too. The baby was early. You kind of know where you're headed, like at that 37th week, if you make it that long. Because Lawrence seemed shocked when he got that text message. So that tells me that they ain't been communicating. Yeah, like. Fully shocked, like damn, the baby could be here. Yeah, nigga, yeah. So you know, Chad, Chad's talking to this nigga, and Lawrence was like, "Yeah, we talked about baby names, but I ain't know she was going with Elijah Mustafa." And Lawrence, like, like Lion King, like Lion King. Yeah, like, like the Lion. And then he said, "If I, I ain't like the remake, because if Beyonce in a movie, I want to see Beyonce, not yeah. a lion." This nigga, man, Sorry, and so. then. Then he was, then Lawrence was like, and I was a little upset that I just like kind of randomly found out by a text message. And then, and then Chad was like, uh, and then he was like, and I'm staying here with you. He was like, I want to stay with the baby, but you know, I basically, I wasn't allowed to stay with the baby. And then Chad was like, uh, everybody has a plan until they punched in the face. So you got to punch Yeah, Mike Tyson. I was like, but he said, you got to punch back. I'm like, yo, why are you doing this, bro? Like, this is good (laughs) advice. Like Derek later gave good advice. We'll get to that. Correct. This nigga gave horrible advice. Uh, and then Lawrence was just. Does like, Chad, did Chad have kids? I know he got they got divorced or whatever. But did Chad have kids? I don't think. I can't remember. I don't think he does. I don't think so. Because then he get divorced. Him and his wife have kids before. I yeah, I don't think so. I don't think he has I kids. Can't yeah. Because I mean, this is the same nigga who couldn't stay um, committed, so and yeah. monogamous. I feel like he'd have brought that so. up, yeah. like dealing with like a divorce situation. He'd have mm-hmm. been like, with my whatever, my ex wife, right? So then he was Lawrence was like, I don't want to be left out of anything anymore. I said, okay. So he shows up at the first checkup later that week, and the doctor was like, the baby, you know, lost a few pounds, and they were, and they both was like, oh, is that bad? And then. The doctor was like, no, nah, that's, you know, that's normal. It happens in the first week. But your baby is the longest baby we had here. I'm sorry. That's kind of funny. <laughs> that and is then, very funny. It's like, <laughs> And then the doctor said, how's breastfeeding going? And Condola was like, oh, it's all right. But we had a couple of things. And she said, but I'm working with an LC. And then Lawrence was like, is there anything yeah, wrong? No is there anything I can do? <laughs> and then she was like, no, it's good. I got to, I'm working with somebody. We good. And then the doctor was like, Oh, this y'all first baby, and she, they yeah. were like, "Yeah," and he was like, "Yeah, this is this is kind of how this happens." But he was like, "You know, the baby's cool. Uh, you know, it's, it's in good shape. It's good health. You know, everything seems fine." 
and it's not ugly. And then he starts. Yeah, going like yo, do, how do you feel about game. that? Do you feel like what the doctor would say that to anybody, or like he was actually being truthful, like and like and he's being, he was being like, truthful? Oh. <laughs> okay, thank you, because you know, you know. <laughs> Hey, let me tell you something. See, it's like you don't think doctors who see babies every day don't know the difference between a, a cute baby and an ugly ass baby. <laughs> He's like, I've been he, look, he'd be like, I'll be seeing some golems walking in through this room, but your baby is super cute. He tall as hell, he long as hell, but he cute. Wait, this week out are kind of smushed, like especially they've been pushed out. Like my baby, right. you know, they were pulled out, so they didn't have to go through all that trauma. So they can't, they were kind of plump and cute, but them babies have been through hell when they come through that birthing canal. So they be looking real hurt that first week. <laughs> and he's and then he was like, but no, nah, not y'all baby, y'all baby cute. <laughs> and so then uh when they was leaving, Lawrence was like, hey, is there any way that, like, these appointments can be on Friday so I can get to them every week? Or later, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, later in the week? And then she was like, nah, the doctor, you know, the doctor can't work on Fridays. It's got to be earlier in the week. And then he was like, oh, okay. And then he said, uh, hey, my mom is asking about baptism. Uh, you know, she really wanted the baby to get baptized. It's like, is that something we can do? Like, and then Cadola was like, oh, I, you know, I already planned that. Basically, it's a church by my house. We don't. We already got it planned. And she, he was like, you already, need a goddamn invite. You already got it done. And she was like, you know, whatever. And then Lawrence said, you just going to make the schedule. I feel like I'm his father. I should have a say. And then uh, she was basically like, oh, like I already do now. <laughs> yeah. And then it was uncomfortable. Like, Listen, I just I want to come down every week to see the baby. And she First said, mistake. First right, mistake right there. Don't make promises you can't keep, sir. Um, so, yeah. Also, you cannot be a casual parent going, I want to be involved. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to come down so every weekend. It's like, yeah. wait a minute, sir. Hold up. You are not there full time. And then actually you want to pull rank like this is 50-50. Bitch, what? You come down on a Friday and leave on a Sunday. No, girl, I swear, I, I swear, I knocked his lights out. I honestly man. was trying to think with like what would balance this situation, you yeah. know, what I mean? like yeah. you know, believer in me, I'm always seeking balance. And I was like, I don't know, I can't remember what Condola like does for her actual career, but I was like, the only thing that he could really do if she was willing was to like make it to where she didn't have to work or she could like switch to or like, hire a nanny, hire somebody hire to help take care of that or baby. Hire, or hire but some type of help in this, the home because mm-hmm. that week she just. Yeah. It's cute. But that's it's the other cute. side of it, though. It sounds like a bargain, but it's really a false, like, it's a false, it's a right. false promise. And you'll never, you're always going to come up short with that. Correct. Correct. Like, I got the postpartum vibe from Kendola in the sense that she didn't want nobody to touch that baby. Like, from, from jump, nobody could be the best parent for that parent other than her. Um, like, because I was thinking, like, okay, can Lawrence's parents, it takes a village to raise a child. Like when you see, and I was like, yeah, she's putting a lot more stress on her. Like, and what support system does she have? Have they, like, again, communication, what it, what it all boils down to me. And when Lawrence tries to, you know, catch up in the parent department, you can't do that when it comes to a child. You can't just try to catch up out of nowhere. Like, you can't go zero to 100 real quick and, and try to act like you were here for important conversations. And you can just see that 
the trust was never there. Um, and she really never extended yeah, that, that was olive all started up. First of all, both of like, the, go ahead, Lauren. No, I'm sorry. And I'm just like to say, put, you know, like the mindset of like what Kondo is going through, even if she's not dealing with postpartum. Like I remember when my first child was born and mm. I had to, he had to sleep with us because the first three nights I couldn't sleep. I, had, I was standing over his crib. I was checking under his nose every hour mm-hmm. breathing. And so in that moment, I know when she was handing that baby over, it's a lot of things. She's bitter. She's upset. She's tired, all of this. But in that moment, she was like, I know what it takes for me to get through the night with this baby. And I don't feel like you can do that. And even if it is like vigilant and it's helicopter stuff and you're tripping a little bit in that moment, the fear, like I said, like I, James is a very hands-on parent and I trust him like probably more than I trust myself with our children. But I remember like the first time I left and went to school and he was there with little James and I was calling him every 30 minutes and he was like, girl, don't call me no more. (laughs) And that's us on good terms. So imagine who, and you know what else too? She's like that those first few weeks after you've had a baby, your body is doing everything. And he has just not shown like any concern for like her own well-being. And it's like if you care about me, the mother of your child, I can't like that's just all going. I know that's going like that's what they're trying to portray in that scene. And it is, it's like so hard to watch because I'm like, I know this girl going through hell and I hate condola. Yeah, first of all, both of these niggas getting getting bad advice. I'm not a fan of her. I'm not a fan. Let me tell you something. Condoleezza, (laughs) um, you know, concubine. I'm sorry. That may have been too far. Um, See, that's the thing. She got a lot of hate. And a lot of people are like, I don't know. I don't like Condola. And it's like, I didn't really hate Condola. It was just like, girl, I I guess. But it's like, I feel so bad for her. It's like, I, I really do. Because you can't tell me, keep me posted about my yeah. child. You can't yeah. do that and then want to pull rank when the baby get here. Sir, yeah. you should have some sort of timeline in your fucking phone of when this baby's Ugh. supposed to be coming. Not, oh my God, my baby here. It's like, bitch, what? It's like, how do you not know any of this? So it's kind of like, it takes two people to communicate and probably after a while, Condola probably just got tired of his ass because it's not like you want her to communicate with you, but you do not communicate with her. And then it's like, he's had serious FOMO about being in his child's life for the last few months. But it's like, were you there the months before? I don't think you were. The pack of bag sent me. I mean, the heavy pack this bag sent me because the first thing he could have did to show that he was capable and ready was have his own shit. Like I'm, and that's I'm some that's some shit I get on with my homeboys when they're like crying about the women that they had children. But I'm like, that woman is having to pack a bag up on Thursday night to send you your child though. Like I would beat your ass too. Exactly, because thing if you really want to give her some security, why didn't you send her photos and videos of you one? having the car seat, showing that it's in there, showing that it's incorrectly, actually saying, hey, this is the stuff I want to have, you know, when we go overnight, you know, this is what I have. Are this the right one? Is this the right cream? Is this the right, you know, how should I feed him? Like, are you going to freeze milk or should I go get formula? What should I do? That's communication. Lawrence don't want that. He want control because you listen to your light, bright ass friend. Well, also, Lawrence is taking serious what she said last season. And I think he took that shit to heart when she said, you can be involved as much or as little as you like. I'll be cool. And I think he took that shit to heart. And mm. and then she, and then Condola 
thought that she would be cool and then realized that ain't fucking cool because it was never going to be cool to just pop in and pop out. Correct. And, and so she realized that that wasn't cool, even though she said that shit. And again, this is all about communications, bad communication, because we'll get to that part about the picking up the baby, because before that, they this show also jumps through things because it's 30 minutes. But they allude to that because Lauren said something like, we had many conversations about this and this and this right down the street and just walking this. So it appears that like at that point, they had talked about that specific night. That visit, yeah. But right, right, in right. general, the communication has been bad. Um, so correct. Then, uh, so you know, then uh, what was the next thing? So then Lawrence is back in San Francisco, and he buys a crib. Uh, and so then he comes back for the baptism, <laughs> and his uncle was like, "Look at you, Lawrence, Uncle Ronnie, Daddy, being there for oh. your child." And I was like, "This man is setting the bar so fucking low." Uh, God damn it! At so this bad. point, Lawrence hasn't been that horrible. I mean, he's been bad, but it's not like he's been in the dirt. But this nigga was like hyping him up for just being like showing up to some shit. And I'm like, being a black father and being present, that is not okay. That is not okay. That's not the that's that's not the job. That's not you uh, don't get no fucking special like perfect attendance. You don't get an attendance award for being there, for literally having your body in the same room as your kid. It's like the bar is literally seven circles below hell. And I'll give Lawrence credit, he wasn't sitting there acting like he was big for that shit but his uncle was like look at you like i'll give you five dollars for showing up for your son hey but look, he looked, the shit looked like he'd like pick his teeth with matchbooks i need him to shut up hilarious this but no like from jump like lawrence was like lawrence was like when he was talking to chad he was like yeah i'm trying to be here look i'm trying to be here for my i'm being here for my like how because you showed up like, oh no that was hey. later that's what he was talking to no Jared. no 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 he said no 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 he said that for chad with chad well, to Chad, he said, I'm going to be... When he walked in there, they walked in there like I was some deadbeat. So then... Oh, yeah. He said they looked at him like he was a deadbeat. Yeah. Already. Uh, so then... Because um, you are a deadbeat, you baby back bitch. You, oh. you, you are such a child that the women that were with her every goddamn day of her pregnancy looking at Mr. Johnny come lately like, why y'all not happy I'm here? I'm sorry, bitch. What have you done? Mm-hmm. So then, uh, you know, they had my guy uh, from the blacklist as Lawrence Daddy, which I love him. Her- yeah. I forget his name. Something Stennis. I forget his fucking real name. Um, but then they see this is what I mean. All these people are getting bad influences from other people, honestly, because they're not able to communicate with each other and they just hearing what other people tell them. And so Lawrence talking to his daddy and mama and he was like, y'all, you call that a baptism? Yeah. It was just a couple of <laughs> droplets. I'm glad his forehead is saved. <laughs> and then his mom was like, she made an evite and you gave up on your baby's soul. She was like, we're going to baptize that baby ourselves at whatever church they go to. And so I was like, God damn. So now they, they gaslighting Lawrence because they basically tell them you ain't have no input on this baptism. And so then Lawrence come back over and, you know, he walk up and his condola and his, her mama and her sister. And he was like, what y'all the, laughing about? how's the baby doing? And Lawrence and they was like good, and she was like, "I think the baby needed a nap." And then Lawrence said, "Like, yeah, I bet a nap sounds good." And then Condola's sister was like, "I'm sure you are so tired," sarcastically. And I was like, "Another person gaslighting the situation. Not that she don't have the right to feel that way, but this is just gaslighting on all sides. It's just pouring fucking gas on all of this <laughs> shit." And so 
Lawrence was like, wouldn't it be great, you know, if holiday time we can get together and then maybe I can like keep the kid for a week or something. And then she was like, a week? A week? A year. And then Lawrence was like, no, nah, that's a week. It's a week. That's actually a week. Yeah. She was like, I want my, he's like, my parents want to spend some time with their grandchild. Like I want my parents to have some time with their grandchild. They want to teach them how to swim. And then the uncle was like, yeah, we throw the baby in the deep end. And they looked at that nigga like he was crazy. <laughs> now, to be fair, they could, he said some crazy shit earlier, but I thought he was just joking there. Maybe he wasn't joking. So the thing about it is, I don't think he was, but if you, I've seen a, videos recently of babies <laughs> learning to swim. And I'm like, but y'all, I'm like, I hear you because he's talking in black, you know, black uncle terms. But I'm like, I could have swore I've seen people literally just throw babies in the water. I'm like, oh my God, that's, I can't. I that's can't. how my babies learn. That's what I'm saying. I was like, just, I didn't, that, a little, because I'm like, Lauren, I'm not going crazy. I'm like, I feel like that's what they do in the videos. They actually do put the babies into it, introduce them to the water. They just throw them because when they're so small, they say that they kind of remember being in the woods like that. In the woods, yeah, little feet and stuff. It's scary as hell, but it's so cute. So it's normal, <laughs> but they looked at that nigga like he was trying to murder that child. They looked at him like, "What the fuck?" And then Lawrence is like, "Hey, unk, hey, come here real quick. <laughs> Let me talk to you." Uh, because he could see that they was already like everybody got that one uncle. Everybody got they that was one already uncle. on edge because everybody's on edge. So then Lawrence goes back to San Francisco and, you know, he working late. Uh, so they show him like, it looked like it's late as hell. He's talking to the people from work and then he look at his phone and he get that reminder that like, you're flighting an hour or whatever. And he look at his computer and he look at his phone and I he make it, bag is packed and he's <laughs> like, I work 12 hours a day. I ain't about to make this trip. And he he texts Condola basically uh-huh. saying, like I'm I've been still working. I can't make it this weekend. And that weekend happened to be the weekend that they planned to get like a massage, massage. like a sister's massage or whatever, a spa day. And then that's when her sister, you know, she's upset, but then she throws more gas on the flame. She was like, he she's like, I know you already don't like this nigga. And she was like, Yeah, I don't like this nigga. He can't pop in and pop out. He a fucking uncle. And then said, Lawrence, Ben made a joke about to the baby, like, hey, your daddy ain't going to show up till you 18 years old. And I was like, yeah, like, they are all getting gaslit. Like, this is getting, uh, this is about to blow. I knew this was about to blow up. I didn't know exactly where it was going to go, but I was like, something's about to happen because Lawrence is getting lit up from his parents and Chad. And obviously, Condola is hearing it from her mama and her sister. Like, something's about to happen. And oh. so, right. It was hard. This, this is hard. See, the thing about this is, is that this all could have been avoided if y'all had y'all fucking communication together. Uh-huh. If y'all actually had this shit together, no right. See, that's the thing. Lawrence, if you didn't keep fucking up, she wouldn't have no reason to actually not like your ass. It's like, you can't not, you can't really not be there and then go, I don't understand why you have an issue with me because I'm with her every goddamn day watching this baby cry because he's a baby. <laughs> and it's like, it's just her. It's like, of course she got her mama and her sister, but let's be very clear. Condola is a single parent. And it's just like, she do have a village, but um, she shouldn't just rely on her side of the village. She should be able to rely on you and your village. 
But guess what? She don't. And you keep dropping the ball and want her to ignore it and just be like, look, this is my property. You sound very much like these niggas who be like, that's my seed, but don't never fucking be there. Lawrence, stop being the fuck nigga that homegirl said you was. You're not a nice guy. You're a fuck nigga. And he always has been one. And that's the problem. He's like, I'm a nice guy. No, the fuck you not. You a fuck boy, you always have been, but you should be able to grow up because now you got tech money. If you about that life, I can't physically be there, but let me help you some way. Please find her a nanny. Mm -hmm. Find her some other stuff. One, you pay for her fucking spa day. You know she had a whole damn baby and you not doing shit. You don't have to be with her, but she is literally the mother of your child and you dropping the goddamn ball, but you want participation stars on your little board because you came down for the baptism that you like she didn't even involve me why would i love somebody who said keep me posted on this shit just a lot that was everything like that was everything and i think it's just what is what's frustrating like to just watch is I think at no point, and it just hasn't maybe dawned on it, or, you know, she just has, Issa hasn't portrayed this in the show, has Lawrence kind of like taken a look at his actions and thought about how does this impact my child? Like beyond me and Condola not being able to get along, like, you know, you're arguing with her, y'all having issues, she's not in a good headspace. How do you think, and not to say she's going to go and abuse the baby, but you don't think that has some type of impact on your baby, your precious little human being. And it's just, it kind of just goes into the like, yeah, you want to sympathize and, and empathize and understand this is a new thing for him that he was unprepared for. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. But like, at your core, you're doing all of these theatrics, but you still haven't thought about what was the most important part of all of this. And that's your baby. Mm-hmm. So they show Lawrence putting the crib together and getting the baby room together. It looked like this is like a week that's passed, is my assumption. Um, and then Contola texts him about like uh, Simone's, Derek and Tiffany's uh, daughter's birthday party. And it's like, do you want to go with the baby? And he said, yeah. That's the part I understand. So the, who has the relationship here with uh, with Tiffany, not Tiffany, but uh, yeah, Tiffany and Derek. But yeah, Lawrence, Tiffany and Derek. so Lawrence and Derek were friends, correct? In the show, okay. And I think Condola and Tiffany are friends too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they became friends through Issa when Condola was okay. working with Issa. Uh, when and let me school. tell you, you just be inviting people to the baby's parties when you just find <laughs> a people got baby like. <laughs> Like in my age group, a lot of my friends just don't have kids. And so like when I like literally like some like I'm thinking about like my crew of homegirls that I go out with, I'm the only mom. So when I meet like other like people with kids my age, I literally just took Sydney to a party two weeks ago of a lady that we met at another birthday party. <laughs> she was like, you want to come to my daughter's party? And I was just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Right. It's like, wait a minute. Didn't her and Tiffany get close or cool when Tiffany was pregnant? Yeah, I think that's yeah, when I think they got so. cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ciao. So then, you know, Kelly's running the birthday party, and she's the master of ceremony, basically. And Derek's like, yeah, her, her obsession with Simone is a bit unsettling. It is very unsettling. And then Hilarious. Kelly, they had like Pepper Pig, and Kelly was like, nah, it's Pepper Pig. With she a is hard not hard. Hard. Sued, okay? 
And She's not trying to get consumed. Lauren said, uh, you know, how's everybody doing? <laughs> this was so So what? Kelly, so like, Kelly was like, everyone I associate with is thriving in abundance. And I was like, she is obviously talking about Issa <laughs> right now. And I was like, this is funny. And then then Tip Derek was like, yeah, and Kelly stopped drinking. So apparently that happened in the time drunk that Kelly stopped drinking. Uh, and then Kelly makes an awkward toast about why she hate kids, except Simone. And she says, Simone is an angel amongst angel demons. Amongst demons. Uh, I was like, like all oh, these other kids here? You call them niggas demons? <laughs> that took me out. Like, yeah, hilarious. <laughs> so then I keep calling this nigga Mustafa because I'm not calling him Ja. Mustafa's hungry, and Lawrence is like, I'll take care of the baby. So uh, she said, okay. So he, he takes the baby to go get some food. And uh, then they catch Pepper the Pig smoking in the suit in a fucking kiddie pool. Uh, and he comes, Lawrence comes back with the baby, and she's like, huh, he's hungry, he's good. And the baby's like just sitting there with a the bottle. And Lawrence was like, yeah, I gave him a carrot or some shit like that. And she was like, Condola was she pronouns. Condola was like, he hasn't uh, been introduced, introduced to solid to- foods yet. And Lauren said, yeah, we went to the doctor and the doctor said anytime after four months, it was good. And then Condola said, yeah, but I had a plan and I wanted to wait. And then Lawrence was like, yeah, okay, I got that, but I already fed him at this point and he's doing all right. And then Condola was like, you should have checked in with me before doing that. And then Lawrence was like, why are you, this is getting really awkward. Lawrence was like, why are you being so dramatic? And Condola said, give me my baby and try to take it out of his hand. And then they start making a scene like, no. And then Derek comes by and was like, hey, man, let's come help me with these boxes. <laughs> so, yeah, what'd you think about this, Devin? Oh, bro, it's, I get it. But again, when you don't communicate, you can't understand where that person is coming from. And if, you, if a mother has a plan for a child and you're not involved in it, then yes, I would trip out. Because you would, anybody would trip out if you do something that is out of their comfort zone and they don't have time to react. They just have to react off your actions. And it wasn't cool. That's just not cool. But I understand what Lawrence was doing because you want to bow up. You're like, oh, it's it's over. It's not a big deal. But you don't understand her perception and her perspective. But it was so uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. It's the most uncomfortable I've been watching a television show because you've seen this play out in people's lives in certain like scenes or whatever this is, you've seen people in, in your circles or people around you go through these problems, but it's so uncomfortable to see on TV. What do you think, Lauren? Oh, she got me. So I don't know. That's That was, you know, I'm always trying to like seek balance on both sides. So I can definitely understand him not understanding like the gravity of doing something like that. Cause you think, Oh, what the could the harm be? But in that moment, if that baby would have started like going into like anaphylactic shock or whatever, he wouldn't have known what the fuck to do. Like that baby's little throat started closing up, breaking out in hives. And he would have been out there scared shitless. And you know what I mean? And Kadonla would have had to come save the day and figure it out. So I think it's just like her reaction. Obviously, everything he do is going to set her off at this point. But like it just goes to like her little checklist of this is why I can't trust this nigga. Mm-hmm. And I think Lawrence, I, I saw someone say that like 
Lawrence's position was that like they made it seem like they went to the doctor and talked about this and then Condola made a plan on when to introduce this type of food to the baby without without Lawrence. So like because he has said we talked to the doctor and the doctor said he was good. And then she, she said, said, I know that. She said, but I had my own plan when I planned on doing this. And so they made it seem like she had decided to do this and she had made this whole plan to introduce this, but didn't tell him. And so he's thinking that the doctor said it's good after any time in four months. So he's just going to do it after four months and see how it works out. So can I ask a question? Because I literally thought he was just saying, oh, he can have it after four months. No, he said. I, I he said the doctor. Okay, yeah, he said, okay. The doctor yeah, yeah. told the doctor us that it was okay. good anytime okay. after four months, and then she said, "I know that, but I had made a plan on when I wanted to introduce him to Silas." And so I saw someone saying that, like they they understood both sides of this because they felt that uh, the show made it seem like Lawrence and Condola both went to the doctor and heard this, mm-hmm. and then Condola on her own made her own plan on when she was going to do it and didn't tell him. And so he's thinking it's cool. When in fact she had a different plan, so it's back to that communication thing. Yeah, on that one, because also she made a good point about talking about he could be allergic. Because you're like, yeah, it's just stuff on the table, and it's like it was carrot, yeah. right? I was like, what's on his face? I'm like, he one, you just did it, and you're like, uh, you ain't having no communication with me. I'm like, well, Lawrence, you didn't talk to Condola either. It's like, so y'all don't, y'all talk at each other. Y'all don't yeah, talk, talk to each other. Okay. Y'all both do it, but you are literally like, but when Condola talks at you, you call her dramatic while you're holding y'all's baby. I'm sorry. I, I would have ripped his throat out. It's like, sir, oh. that whole baby came out of my body. You oh. come here for maybe 18 hours of every week, but then you want to talk cash money shit. I will fuck you up in here. <laughs> So yeah, that, 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 I don't know. That, that scene was a lot, but like I say, it just goes to kind of show his pattern of practice of like yeah. how he just kind of handles things. So that, yeah, so then Derek, you know, Derek's like, "Hey man, Lord's like, where the boxes at?" <laughs> Derek was like, "Nigga, there's no fucking boxes. You out here making a scene at my fucking daughter's birthday party?" And then he said, "Listen, she always on some pet. This is what he said. She's always on some petty, controlling bullshit." Uh, she was like, she's trying to make me look like a bad father in front of everybody. And then Derek said, "It let's." He basically said, "Let's say that's true. You're gonna act out because of that." And then he said, uh, "This is not how you want to do things." And then Lawrence was like, "I'm tired of her acting like uh, she is the only parent." And then Derek said, uh, "You know, the baby can feel this negative energy. Like this energy that y'all bringing into this baby life is not good for this child." And you need to consider that in your actions and how you react. And he was like, y'all got to learn how to communicate. Uh, and he said something about me and Tiffany. And then Lawrence was like, you and Tiffany are married. Y'all, y'all aren't the that same. Was as big. Right. And then that he was said, uh, it's some niggas out here not even trying. And I'm here doing everything I can to make it. And it's not good enough. Nigga, shut up. Oh. No, you not. <laughs> this yeah. is no, the fuck more. you not. Yeah, it's like, yeah. no, you did this not doing everything you I can had some, do. I got some thoughts. Please, like, Lauren, you go yeah. first. I yield the floor to Lauren. And so just the just the so just the perspective of like him telling that to like people be, about them being married. And I can say as a person, like, unless you have, and most 
people don't when they're in relationships have serious like conversations about the way you raise your child a lot of married people end up in the same situation that Lawrence and Condola in maybe not as extreme but people literally like get divorced like if it's money first second is child rearing because mm. people have their own thoughts about how they want to interact with children secondly most men are not socialized to be like caregivers. They are just not socialized to be domestic in that way. And so I'm thinking about like Lawrence's own father. Like, yeah, he was probably in the home and Lawrence probably think he's maybe doing just a, a little bit under that because I'm not actually there every day. But who's to say his daddy was even doing anything? Right, like, right, right. About my own upbringing. Like my mom and dad both work full time. But when my dad came home in the evening, his day was done. And my mom came in and she was on the stove and it was homework with us and bed. So I'm like, that was the rest of her day. And so I just feel like even in that moment, like did either one of them, like, you know, realize like the women in our lives, my baby, mom, my wife is taking on this like enormous burden, but I did like really appreciate Tiffany's husband, like sharing that with him. Like you need to calm the fuck down and think about this from all sides. But I really just, feel like oh in a general sense men do not understand like the actual uncompensated labor of like dealing with children and dealing with mm. family in the home that's a word yeah, uncompensated yeah, labor uncompensated that's labor real. it's uncompensated labor like I have a literal I have two jobs and not to say that James doesn't because we're very like I say we're pretty 50 50 like there's just some things like I ain't taking I, I've never taken our kids to school like he take our kids to school and stuff they're just things that we like split on it we do you mm -hmm. know primarily but that's a lot of fucking work and it's just I don't know I guess I just that's just my little soapbox like issue with that uh, like that was that's a word this is home don't always get it right either and I don't want that to like absolve men who are like yeah I'm in I'm in the home mm -hmm. like I, you know mm -hmm. I come home and even I read my newspaper you don't know <laughs> you know just as little about your child like then boy who don't you know deal with his fucking kids and I be asking like do you know your child like principal like do you know the fucking like pediatrician like number like offhand like do you have to look that shit up can you go in the store and like shop for your kids my daddy could never go he couldn't buy a shit without mm -hmm. my mama like he literally had to call her every time you don't know what size <laughs> I nigga i eat dinner with you every night so <laughs> come on lord please like literally him. like i don't communicate with my dad because he's a narcissist so that's like a whole nother level of like uh, mm -hmm. but like there are so many especially like women who i've talked to who are just like yeah my dad was there in the house but that nigga was like he don't know shit about me he don't even know my favorite color Ooh. okay this i'm off not to go no no take no stay on that uh lauren that because that means something so Lawrence's stance on at least something like there are people who don't want to be there yet there are people who are physically there and they're still not there I watched Love and Marriage Huntsville and <laughs> Marceau Scott would tell you that he's a good father he didn't know his son was allergic to peanuts and that child had to tell him his Girl, child said that's the worst thing on television to by the way um, but like, oh, it's child. married women who are single moms. Exactly. I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. This boy is eight or nine years old telling you that he's like, I can't eat that. Why not? Because I'm allergic to peanuts. Time out. How the fuck do you not know that? <laughs> How do you not know your baby got a peanut allergy or a tree nut allergy? Because there's a difference. So it was kind of like, wait a minute, hold up. Stop acting like because they there, 
that that means they're like they're better parents. I'm like, no, because literally, as Brandon said, them niggas are terrible in Love Marriage Huntsville. That's why I love Carlos King and I hate Carlos King for introducing me to these terrible ass they niggas. It's like him being there. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Derek is actually trying to help your ass. And you were like, I should get a medal because I'm there for what? 15 hours out of a 40 out of wait what's let's see 24 hours times seven i'm not good at math i ain't doing it um you know he ain't there a lot of them it's, 120, it's 126 <laughs> it's, it's 126 i, I think thank you I out of 15 scene. hours out of a 126 hour week who the fuck do you think you are telling anybody that you just lucky i show up bitch you could have stayed yeah. gone and hired a fucking nanny and leave me the hell alone i watched Two years ago I went out of town for work for like five days and I can't, if I had a dollar, I mean, I wouldn't have that many dollars, but I would have a few dollars for every person that asks, what am I going to do with my kids while I'm gone? <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a whole And you have a whole husband. ass husband. And they're probably like, father. what you want to do with your kids? What the hell do you mean? What am I going to do with right. my kids? I said, what? Are you serious? They was like, so he going to be able to get, I said, what do you think he's there for? Mm-hmm. Like just because I like his hot body and not like the nachos he makes. No, like, what you like, think it is? It's like, what well, you got the man in? It's not it's just a consistent dick appointment. It's other stuff. That is their father. Like what? So the thing about it is, Lord, I tell everybody, I feel like sometimes my father is a unicorn because my father was very hands on. Um, but also when he fucked up, he fucked up, but I will say he's a very hands on father. He always was. And I realized everybody didn't have that. They're like, really? Like your father did all this. I'm like, yeah, he also told me, yeah, I'm gonna teach you how to do this, that, and the third on his car. And I said, why? Cause I don't want you depending on no man. That part. This is, <laughs> this is why misogyny, sexism, and patriarchy often like fights niggas in the ass, but they mm-hmm. want to keep that shit. Because mm-hmm. Lawrence is basically trying to fight it. He's basically saying the society thinks black men don't do this shit, and I'm trying to do some shit. And I'm like, right. Like, it's like, who told y'all that? Y'all, saying, yeah. y'all say we don't do it, but then when we give you the examples of the niggas that don't do it, you don't want us to say anything. It's like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, though, there are some good ass black fathers. I know a lot of them. However, it seems like they are the exceptions to the rules. And it's like, they technically not, but you don't want us to like literally call the ones in that are terrible fathers. Do fucking better. And y'all literally are like, no, no, just just hold the black man down. I'm like, not when they are literally becoming very toxic or damaging their children. No, I don't want to hear that shit. You need to stop fucking up children and then saying, don't call me out, but call out this mic man. Nigga, fuck you. Stop damaging these children. What the hell is wrong with y'all? And up until this point, I was like, yeah, Lawrence is fucking up a little bit, but I I understand like there's a bad lack of communication here and he's making some poor choices based on that, but it's blame on both sides. And then he said this shit and I was like, oh, this nigga want credit for just showing up. Like, what? Like, I was like, oh, he on some other shit right now. Uh, So then they... It gets worse. It gets worse. Oh, this is the... Oh yeah, I actually got this scene right. So I, I saved this scene to play this because this was this is the scene that showed to me. So hold on, I'm gonna play this and then we'll talk about it.
Hey, it didn't come through. Oh, you can't hear it? Nope. Oh, I know why. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's just a spicy hour. Oh, what's wrong? You mad daddy a little late. Huh? You ready to go? Yo, you got his backpack? Yeah, but what about the car seat? I got the one you told me to. It's installed in the rental. We're good to go. Okay. It's okay. It's okay, let me help him just a second. No, I got it. Just let me have him. I can calm him down a little bit. Okay, quicker. I've only had him for two seconds. What is that supposed to mean? I mean, him staying overnight in a strange new place. I don't think that's a good idea. What are you talking about? We talked about this. It's, it's walking. I know, but I'm just not comfortable with him going with you when he's like this. Jesus Christ. Why do you keep acting like I can't handle this? What is wrong with you? I don't trust you. Are you fucking serious? Condola, stop acting like I'm a fucking stranger. I'm his father. You're barely ever here. And you never check in, not about his swimming or food. And you don't even give me more than three hours notice when you're not coming. I have a job. Okay, I check in when I can. But what if we needed something? Like the time I had to ask Tiffany to take me and Eli to urgent care. What the hell? Why didn't you tell me that? I could have- Well, what were you gonna do? Not fly down on a Tuesday? You get to come in and play part-time good dad after I've already fixed everything. All right, look, I'm trying here, okay? This shit is hard for me too. Oh, really? Yeah. What part is hard for you? All the free time or the full night's sleep? Which part? Shut up. You never talked to me. You never even pretended to give me a chance. I gave you a chance and you moved away. Yeah, to take a job I already had before you blew my life up. Blew your life up? Yeah. You are not a fucking victim, Well, boy. you made a decision without me and now you're trying to use it as an excuse to keep him from me. Wow. You know what? This half in, half out shit, it isn't working for me. He's not going with you. Yo, give me my son. No! I'm tired of this, all right? I'm not doing this with you anymore. We don't have to talk, but just know I'm gonna do whatever it takes to get my son with or without you. What did you just say? You heard me. Get the fuck out of my house. All right, yeah, there's that. Mm. The most uncomfortable shit. Oh, that was TV the most uncomfortable scene on Insecure I think I've ever seen. Ever. Like, I was watching, I was like, Lawrence, you are fucking up big time right now, buddy. You are you are going down the hole. Way, way down the hole. And then this nigga had the nerve to say, you made a decision without me. I guess something he's talking about abortion is my, my thought. He's talking about having a baby or not having a baby. And he said, you made a decision without me. And then it fucked up my life. I said, what the he, fuck? You blew up my life. You made a decision without me. You mean she ain't just she end this pregnancy. pregnancy. She said, did something she without did me. Something it's, without like, me. It's, it's like, stop like, fucking talking. Stop talking. Stop talking right now. Shut that the was, fuck that was up. Bad. I was like, Stop. Hey, hi, hello. No, stop. Lauren, stop talking. Act like, mm -hmm. oh my God, I gotta come down here. She's there every fucking day. 25-8. Not 24-7. 25-8. And you got the goddamn goal to stand in this woman's face with a baby that has a fussy hour. Mm -hmm. 
that she's probably actually, it's more like probably four or five hours. Right. She's saying hour to you. You have, I swear to beat his ass. Where is Kiki? Kiki need to get a bat and bash his ass upside the head because I swear I wanted to fight Lawrence. It's Can like, you imagine the narcissism you have to have? So here's the thing. I imagine it is tough to work 10, 12 hours and then fly down every weekend. But it ain't tougher than what she doing. Like, no, because she you, still are, gotta fucking like, work. How are you, how are you that unaware? I was hoping she was on maternity leave. For I was hoping she was on maternity leave. Uh, I was trying, but then I didn't know. But still, it's still not the same. Oh, honey, oh, we yeah. can go into maternity leave because maternity, maternity leave is, leave is literally not a like twelve no. weeks at that. And if you want something, you need to extend. It's California, it. though. It's weeks. California. It's California. Is it though, different so. in California? Yeah, yeah, they they get like they give you more there, but that still don't make yeah. no difference. It's the audacity of him to just think that selfishly, like, oh, my job, my day is hard, which it probably, I'm not going to lie, it probably is stressful flying down from San Francisco to L.A. every week after working, but that ain't the same as raising a child by yourself, bro. Like, there's levels to this shit. Like, how are you not aware of this? Like, how is this guy This nigga rich. You so I think- this nigga rich. Every week, this nigga rich. I think part of Lawrence's issue too is he that he suffers from like good guy syndrome, right? And we've always, we've always known that about Lawrence. And so I have a homeboy in a similar situation where now at this point he has two baby mamas and two, you know, kids. And he literally almost to the point where he's like outside of he know that he had sex with these girls. He literally can't figure out how this happened to him because he wasn't supposed to be the nigga with baby mamas, right? Mm-hmm. He was supposed to get married and, you know, whatever. The same kind of weird shit with Drake, with that kid. Like, Drake really felt like, nah, that's okay for future and them to have all them kids, but I'm different. Like, that's not how I'm gonna, like, live my life. And so, it's like entitlement, it's spoiledness, because he, because Lawrence does seem like a, like, very much like a spoiled brat, but there are some niggas out here who like and it might be a little bit of internalized anti-blackness I don't know what it is but they think they not the ones that's supposed to get caught up like when he when my homeboy was saying that and I was just like you know a lot of your friends got like you know babies or whatever like it's not that big of a deal because he's like 30 with the second child and he was just like nah this not how I picture my life and I'm just like oh damn like and I said so I said she trapped you like (laughs) I say, did she duct tape you down and, and jump on it? Like, what what happened? You know, were you not able to make a choice? Because that means that's 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 you're a victim. And you know, he was just like, "Oh, you being funny?" And I was like, "I'm not being funny, but you were a willing participant. You made a decision." And the thing that's supposed to happen, you know, that you know that can scientifically happen, like in that moment, happened, and it's unfortunate for both of y'all because it seems like y'all are both miserable, but hearing him say it like that i was like oh you don't think you wanted them you could have put a condom on lawrence you could have you had a choice you could have not fucked her like or you could have literally they were in a relationship they were in a relationship (laughs) they were they were in a relationship but don't say keep me posted and she treats you like a random ass nigga on twitter you asked her to keep you posted not Hey, how are we going to handle this? Especially when she is decided because one, it's still her fucking body because she's fucking having the baby. Yeah, exactly. And then it's like, <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I come down here on the weekend. Yeah, but nigga, you make literally excuses why you can't be there. Oh, work is hard, girl. Can't get on this plane. Bitch, fuck you. <laughs> it's like she don't have that luxury. And mm-hmm. the thing about it is like, Lawrence is like, why are you acting like I can't do it? Because nigga, you have never done it. What you mean? You are never 
here. So Why are you acting so like, I'm sorry, my baby's screaming. I'm sorry, I'm not going to just give you. I know you're his part-time, I'm sorry, casual parent. However, what parent is going to let their baby go out the door screaming? What parent? Yeah. What yeah, parent? I'm movies. sorry, your baby not your baby is not peaceful. I can see if he was asleep. That's different. That baby is screaming. He has a fussy hour that's probably like literally half the day. And it's like, I'm sorry, he's not peaceful. She wasn't taking it towards you. She was just like, I don't know if I want to send him off with you when he's like this. Why? Because she's there every fucking day. You not, she Lawrence. She wasn't going to be able to get a wink of sleep at night. Like right, that, right. Exactly. I, she would have been a peaceful anxious. child tonight. That was going to be a night of her literally, even if she wasn't like, calling him, her wringing her hands by like, what the fuck is this nigga doing with my baby? Exactly. You've never had this baby by yourself. That And that, I don't think up until that point, that baby has ever been overnight with nobody. She would have been the same way right. with her own mama. Why are you acting like it's just you? It's not. She's there with him day in and day out. That could have been her mama. That could have been her sister. Mind you, she probably let the sister go because you're like, one, her sister be there with her. I don't know if the sister lives there. I don't know. Was that determined? Because it seemed like even with the spotting... Lived there. I don't think she lived there. God, I don't think. I, but I think she there all the time. She came there. She came there and said, "I watched it." Because she's at that scene. She said, "I watched the movie, so you can." So you go. can go away. Yeah. Yeah. So at, here's the thing: I'm anti Lawrence on this, but I do I do understand his frustration of how am I ever supposed to do this if you don't let me do it, like that type of thing. Like you when have you demonstrated that you can do it. When has he been? There? I don't have, have enough experience, but I can't get. Yeah, but like, it's like he can't keep waiting. Like he can't. Like Brandon, I hear you, but he, he can't sit there wait for a red carpet. He's yeah, like, he's like, like, tell me when I can do it. It's like the third time because the first time he said it at the before the baptism. And then he said it at the birthday party. Both of these times he was like, hey, I want to get some time with the child with myself. He and went from it, zero nights to I want to take him for a week. I'm like, the hell? It's like, no. Right. She's like, this sounds like a gear. She's like, no, it's a week. I'm like, um, from zero to 100. No, you're not with this child that you have no experience with overnight. I don't know right. nobody. I'm like, that's the thing. I don't think he. But this is the that. thing we talked about it. That's this is the this is a schedule business. Yeah, so Steph, that's you're why right. Kinda... No, you're right, Steph. But my point yeah. is, at some he's never going to have experience overnight until he. But he's also overnight. But Brandon, to your point, why didn't he just talk to Condola on his own? Why are you bringing it up in front of other people? Why didn't you say, "Hey, let's exactly. talk about how the holidays are going"? Because then she was like, "Wait a minute, you said yeah, it in front exactly. of her mother and her sister, and then his parents too." And I know, uncle. I agree. I but, was like, "Wait but a minute!" It, the show made it seem like after that they had they've been in better communication, right? And that's because, why this is a scheduled visit. Because right. on that scene, she he says, "We talked about this. We talked about where I'm going to be. It's going to be in walking distance. I got the car seat. I got this. I got that." So they made it seem like they had. Discussion. They were about getting this better. Night. Yeah. And then this happened. And then and what Lawrence should have been has been like, you know what? Maybe this not the night. But like, what if I know. stay here? Right. That's what I was. Yeah. Thinking. That's like, what I was just about to say. That maybe it's not yeah. night for me to take. Yeah. Him, no, I, I agree. Here. I was just talking yeah. about the ba- I was talking about the birthday party where so he's he like, yeah, you could almost like, sir, what? I think he got immediately thrown off because when she said, it was, "No, I don't it like this." Because this it was it is a pattern with Condola of. She says he can't do something, but she never gives him a chance to do it. So, like, he comes over and takes the baby, right? The baby's crying. He's holding the baby for five seconds. Before he can even get a chance to, like, let me see if I can get the baby to calm down, she says, give me the baby back. I know how to get him to calm down. I understand that paternal instinct. But at some point, 
if Lawrence is ever going to get the baby to calm down, you got to give him a chance to hold the baby and get the baby to calm down. And so she takes the baby back immediately, and then he's like, oh. "It has to be a period. That's a period." And so as yeah. soon as he takes the baby back, Lawrence is like, "You can't even trust me to hold the baby to calm down. You definitely like not letting me take this baby down the street." And then he's basically like, "How am I going to ever do this if you don't let me do this? Like, I, I gotta like hold the baby for a couple minutes to see if I can." Give him to calm down. He's not going to calm down in two seconds. I can't touch the baby, and two seconds later, he's going to be calm. Like it didn't even happen with you. It's basically what he was saying. But Lawrence's problem is he handles these things like a fuck nigga. Like he doesn't express himself mm-hmm. in the way that I, he doesn't say, "Hey, listen, I get it. I understand what you're going through, but I really want to do this the right way, and I may not be perfect, but you got to let me try to do this." He instead he goes off the fucking deep end and i get it she lit his ass up when he she said i don't trust you i can imagine that just boiled in his fucking chest like i can imagine that feeling where he was just like ready to rage but when you rage and you say some shit like that that's how you really feel right and so when he said you tried to fuck my life up by having this child i was like nigga that's how you fucking feel or at least that's how you feel in this fucking moment um and at this point i was like hey man if you want this to work one Y'all got to be better communication. And two, you're going to have to move your ass back to L.A. Like, I'm sorry, buddy. You here's the thing. And this is this would be different in other situations in other people's jobs and careers. But hey, man, they make Lawrence seem like he's a successful tech nigga. If you like really successful, you that right. type of person, you can get you a job in L.A., bro. Like if you if you really want to be there for your child, like you can move back to L.A and do co-parenting in a way that's feasible. Because it ain't feasible the way you're doing it right now. Right, right, and right. You have the privilege and the and the, and the, uh, the, the flexibility in your career that you can say, yeah, man, this ain't working for me, and you can take a job and come back to L.A. You can do that. You're not somebody who has to work at that job. You have choices. And you're making a choice to take this job and this money over being with your child. Right, and that's right. a choice that you made. She ain't make you take and, that choice. And, and the thing about I do, I do want to, you know, Lawrence was having those growth moments. You know, he got a crib and he he wanted, you know, he he like fantasized about being a father, but then like didn't want to be a father. Because why the fuck you have a crib if y'all never? She never even gave you permission to bring that child to San Francisco. You don't need a crib yet, sir. Like he he wanted to feel like a daddy at home. And then I was thinking, like, how you fucking these bitches at your crib? Uh, with a, with a crib there, and they not asking about where his baby is. The crib in the fucking living room. Yeah, the crib is yeah, like in Lawrence, the office. He's in a one bedroom apartment. bedroom apartment. He need that's his next fucking step. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> see, I'm, see. Ooh, this yeah. is why I have such an issue with Lawrence because I'm like, Lawrence, you are dead ass wrong. Yeah, you is. are not an adult you are not capable of being an adult in this because one i hear y'all when y'all say he hasn't been given a chance it's like but you also have not demonstrated that she should trust you with her kid you have not demonstrated that you have not demonstrated that sir you be like oh work is crazy i can't come down don't matter if she had something planned for the weekend now she gotta be the adult and change what her fucking i'm gonna fly out of san francisco this week 
That's Y'all come here. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm like, wait a minute, Lawrence. You're like, you waiting for the red carpet. You waiting for the mm-hmm. fucking marching band. Nigga, get your ass in fucking LA and do something about it. Come with a plan. Say, can we need to talk about this? I'm glad y'all got to it at the end of the of the um episode. But Lawrence, what you will not do is gaslight somebody who is with 25-8 with a newborn mm-hmm. while the father of her child is in another city and at the drop of a hat can go, I'm sorry, can't make it this weekend. See you next weekend. And it's like, who the fuck do you think you are? Because I'm sorry, I don't know how you got you still have your teeth. Because I'd have knocked them out of your head. Oh, it's like, Lawrence, violent. you violent. don't get it's like one. Why are you doing that to her? She made the decision, it's done. You also said, Keep me posted, not how are we going to do this? I'm moving to San Francisco, but I want to still be involved because it wasn't, it didn't seem like you wanted to be involved because you care about your kid. It was more like an ego thing, like, No, yeah, she ain't yeah, going to leave me yeah, out of yeah, shit. Yeah, it is like, yeah, Wait a minute, it's like, yeah, it don't yeah. sound like you care about your kid. So you have not demonstrated to Condola that you can be here. When she said, so you can randomly fly down on a Tuesday, you want her to drop the dime and give you a silver star because you show the fuck up. I'm sorry, nigga. That's what the fuck you supposed to do. You are his fucking father. Act like a you baby. You are acting like a child. Yeah. So then she got to <clears throat> put a diaper on your ass and a diaper on Elijah. Who the fuck do you think you are? Why are you talking to her like that? Or better yet, Mr. Tech Money, I live in San Francisco and uh, uh and living there is like ridiculously high. Why don't you fucking help? <laughs> Lies to every, every week. It's like every week. Nigga, please. It's like, get the fuck out of my face. Get you a, you better get you a buddy. Get you a buddy pass for a goddamn airplane because maybe the nigga can help. It's like, what is wrong, Lawrence? This nigga why are you not listening to Derek? <laughs> At what the you say, Lawrence? I said this nigga, I'm just being silly. I said this nigga can't work virtual at a tech company. Like, why you even oh, I was about to say that. I was like, listen, there's no way. Listen, it's I, I'm trying to be like, I guess there's a way you can co-parent that far away for it. Like, it's I guess it'd be you, easier that's the bad child part about earlier. it is, Brandon. If you fucking care about the kid, you would find a way. Lawrence yeah. don't care about the kid. He home. right. It's like Lawrence don't care about that baby. He care about um, the ego of this is my seed in another city, bitch. It's no, like she's not it's keeping you that. from I that. Think, I no. think he cares about not being the appearance. A, yeah, no, not being a a deadbeat dead. Like not being the, right. like, I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to see a statistic. I'm like, but sir, you're doing business. everything. You're doing everything of the job. You just don't want the title. Right, right, right. I don't want to be one of them niggas. And and in the beginning, exactly, exactly. It's like. I swear, where Kiki? Because your sister looked violent, so she liked me. I wish you would talk to my sister like that. Let me tell you something. Come in. Don't you ever in your black ass life talk to her like that again. You talk to her like that again, you will deal with me. You are not here, Lawrence. You're not here. And I get you in another city, but baby, the baby is here. Fix it. Fi- that was Let me thing. go in the bush and weep. That was the biggest thing to me was that he, his incapable, he was incapable of empathizing like i can say from afar as a person watching the tv show that yeah there are some things condola could have handled better but she's also like a single mom so like (laughs) where's the grace like yeah okay i understand like if you have concern it's okay to bring up your concerns but you don't bring them up like can you shut up like i was like nigga what like what like what is wrong with you bro 
So I saw this. I was just like, hey, man, I don't know how anybody is on Team Lawrence for this. Like, I don't know how. No, no not at all. But you know, even if you think Condola's been unreasonable, which in some ways she was, at least earlier in the episode, uh, it don't add up to <laughs> what this nigga did at the party, at the birthday party, and especially what this nigga did at her house. Like, yeah. And so then the show ep- episode ends. He goes home, and they on the plane this ride. Was, this was really on the nose. They had fucking turbulence on the plane. I was like, that's really on the nose for insecure. Uh, and then he gets home. And he looking at his phone. And I guess no. It was the moment when the plane, the turbulence hit him. He was like, "Boom! It's more important than me. My child is important. Like, what if I wasn't? What if something was happening to me on this plane?" And a little tear. His great acting. Little tear welled up in his eyes. Like, boom! It's bigger than me. It's about the child. He got he home. home and he did the thing that all niggas has done when you realize you fucked up. But this is like a big time fuck up. So it's going to take more than that. But he calls Condola and he just said, "I apologize." Like. He basically said, I apologize, I fucked up. We this ain't working like we thought it was gonna like it's not working. And then she was like, Yeah, it's not working. And I was like, You gotta move back, bro. Like, if you want to do this, yeah. you gotta sacrifice this job That's how it was. and take your ass back to LA. And you I gotta do I, it. I think that's like what the the crux of it all is like the decision making that they're showing like even though you know they're doing a good job of showing like they're both wrong in some ways they may they may both be right the level of and that's why I love that scene when they were just kind of breezing through their day just how Mm -hmm. little Lawrence's life has actually had to change in a way that like people who have babies it's just a given like there are literal job opportunities that I have missed out on because I just couldn't pack up and move like I'm a labor organizer in Texas my like career options are pretty limited here I would do much better in like New York or California or something like that but that's just not an option like I mm-hmm. could very well like uproot my family and move to New Jersey but I wouldn't I couldn't do that and so in thinking about like oh this is going to be a big transition for him he would actually have to move back to LA that's <laughs> parents life mm-hmm. like people who have their children most of the time that's where their decision making is sitting around I have a thing about like traveling like I have a little anxiety about like traveling but in the back of my mind really like people are like oh you love going to Dallas I was like y'all really want to know why I like going out of town to Dallas because I know and Max is three and a half hours away from Houston. Getting back. Right, and I can right, pick right. my car and get back to my child if I need to. And or either one of my children. I'm thinking about my chronically ill baby, but emergencies happen. My big baby, something could happen to him. And so I think like that's just kind of like the overarching like thing that I see with this. Like there has to be a moment where like it, it took Lawrence being on a shaky, turbulent plane to realize like how important, you know, whatever. Condola knew that from the minute she pissed on that stick. Mm-hmm. Mm. That was it. Like my life, right. she didn't really understand it until the baby got here. But every decision she made from that point on was to protect that life that she had, that she was going to bring to birth. Lawrence has not had to make that type of sacrifice yet. And he may never have to. And Lawrence over here talk about his job. If you remember, Condola was like a whole ass successful person. Like remember, mm-hmm. Issa was going to her and trying to work with her exactly. because she she had her whole like name and she had a whole brand in LA cuz remember they first went to Condola's house and her house was nice cuz you remember when Lawrence and Condola was dating like she had all right. the bougie ass friends and the people was at her house and it was super nice and Lawrence felt like he wasn't good enough if you remember like he wasn't good enough for her cuz she was like this super successful woman and they he don't even bring that shit up he don't even be like hey man like you gave up a lot. Like, uh, right. I was like, like, yeah. 
Like you gave up a lot to for this child. Like, what's going on with like what can I do to help this? Like he he don't right. even consider none of that shit. He's just like, how does this affect me? And I'm like, bro, like, you gotta expand your thoughts on this shit. Like, and so hopefully, you know, the this season so far has been about growth. Like in the first couple episodes, yeah. we saw Molly and Issa's growth, and we saw Kelly and Tiffany's growth, and we saw Nathan and Issa's growth. Uh so maybe this that was, was just like yeah. Because remember, we got a time jump. So from the first episode until it's been a year, episode, it's been almost a, it almost a year. a year and a half. Yeah, it was a year. It's been so been a year and a half. growth in the time. So this episode takes place within that year, like within that year between episode one and episode two. So hopefully, we'll see Lawrence and a little bit of Condola like have some growth out of this. But Lawrence got a long way to go because that nigga was yeah. Crazy. At least at least put a bow on their situation. So hopefully oh, they, they have they're in a better place. I do have one more thought, y'all too. Yeah. And this just kind of speaks to like parenting and like family, like childbirth in general. I think if nothing else, this these this episode, these shows and this like conversation perfectly encapsulate how having babies and, and growing children was never meant for us to do in silos anyway. Like it's mm-hmm. not just a nuclear family event. It is supposed to be more than just the mother and the father in that situation. And I think that's why there is so much like disconnect and discord because we throw the cliche around that it takes uh-huh. a but because of capitalism because of all of these things we just don't have like villages and white supremacy i don't want to get on my hotel shit but white supremacy do it, baby, do it. Get it. was very instrumental and very key about strategically like separating us from our strength which was our communities right and so a lot of these baby daddy baby mama arguments really boil down to like yeah there's there's blame on both sides but what the real issue is there's an absence of community here mm-hmm Condola has her mother and her sisters, but there should be some extended family to come get that baby. You know what I mean? Right, like, Orange right. should be able to bring that baby to San Francisco and go to work and know that that baby's at home and being cared for. Like, you know, back in, you know, I'm thinking about like a long time ago when my mom had my little brother, how like my grandmother just kind of moved in with us. She was just there. Like people was bringing food because my mom had, my mom had a C-section too. She couldn't even walk them first few days. And so, you know, I don't want to like just prolong this too much, but I really think like that's the overall like thing that we should all take away Mm -hmm. from this is that our communities have been destroyed and it makes us, it just can, we continually going to have problems in our interpersonal relationships because even if like even with Tiffany and Derek there was just probably no time for intimacy the first few months to the point where Tiffany fucking ran away she couldn't get a moment alone but she also couldn't get a moment alone with her husband we're outside of like dealing with this baby and I think that's just something like I say it's something I encountered I never realized how isolated me and James were until we became parents like, damn, we ain't got really nobody because his his family's in Missouri. My parents, my mom died in 2015. My dad is just, you know, whatever. And even that, my nuclear family is tiny. It's just not that many of us. So I think when you look at it from that perspective, you can. it's easier to be like, you know what? Both of y'all wrong, but it's blame to go. Like, you can always blame the white man for something. Yes. Right. I literally just talked hey. about this with my wife because <laughs> we talking about having a child. And I was like, hey, when, you know, Maybe we should think about moving to Houston. Cause my mom was my mom was about to retire. And she was like, When I retire when I retire, I'm gonna come where y'all are to help with the child. And I was like, Maybe we should move to Houston because I got family in Houston and we don't got nobody here. And I was like, Man. we'll be here by ourselves, or we can go to Houston. And I got cousins and uncles and aunts, and my mom's gonna be there. And it might be a better situation. Like I was literally just Yo. talking about that with her. So for me. So for me, same thing, I'm looking at this as a single man in a very nice apartment. And I was like, my girlfriend, 
who, who I love very much, lives in LA. And I was like, we about to go on this nice vacation. I was like, oh, I don't want this to be us because I don't want us to have a baby, even though we're both Latinx, so we both can make it work. But again, to have a child be bi-coastal, I was like, it's it was real in a sense of like, I don't want to be put in that situation where like we got somebody got to move. So I was like, I was like, oh Lord, I got this nice uh this nice den. I don't want that, I don't want to put a crib in there and, and move a whole woman in here. Cause I, I like living by myself. I really do. I love my girlfriend, but she can't come live here. Mm-mm, mm-mm. What is wrong with but, you? <laughs> hey man, but like I know he's like, man. Look, I seen you right, pictures what, of What's going on here? Hey, look, look. <laughs> I'm gonna send y'all, I'm gonna send y'all the pictures of this Airbnb and like look. Somebody trying to get pregnant. That's all I'm look. That's all I was like, oh god. So oh, god. It. Like, when my kids get grown, you know, I ain't never lived by myself. I was like, me and Giants want to live next door to each other. <laughs> I know that's right. Y'all better have y'all be separate bedrooms, separate houses. I'm like, I've been leaving the cabinets the open. House. It's like and that drive him crazy. And I was like, after 10 years, you know, I ain't gonna close these damn cabinets, but I want to be in my own house. <laughs> 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 like, we <leave> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, man, this, this episode is so really good. I do believe you can do co-parenting, but I don't. I don't know if I know about like out different city co-parenting. I don't know how that. No, works. no, bro. Know. Again, like maybe I'm playing, being like yeah. maybe I'm being too stringent. I just don't see. I can. I you just don't so? see how that works. If you could be intentional about it, because you got to think about people who like just. Like I say, married people who have to work by coastal and, and live like that. Like there are families mm-hmm. out there that exist this way, and. Mm-hmm. I think, it's just about, like I say, getting the nanny, doing the, the FaceTime yeah. Zoom thing. Like, there's ways to be present if you want to be intentional about it. But yeah. Lawrence ain't got no intentionality about this. He just wants to I agree. work and I think it's harder. And I think it's harder because it's a newborn, right? Because I feel yeah, like... Yeah, no. only, it's only so much you can do. Yeah, it's only so much you can do. Like, if the child was, like, five, you know, it'd probably be a little bit different. But you got to get to that point. And he ain't, he ain't showing anything that he going to get to that point at this point. But he got Y'all, a chance. This was amazing. I got to jump off here. No, we get my together. So mm-hmm. thank you, everybody. Uh, Stephanie, tell the people where they can find you. They can find me not in the stratosphere and in the um, universe, but you can find me um, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, same handle, Mocha Minutes. You can also uh, follow me personally with my Twitter, Sunny Twote That. Also, if you feel so inclined, you can buy me a coffee, buymeacoffee.com backslash Mocha Minutes. But that's where I bees. And I be embedded at Debbie Dad's motherfucking brand. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> Lauren, tell them where they can find you if you want them to find you. If y'all want to find me and y'all want to hear more rantings and ravings of a former hoteptress who's now just totally insane, and I don't know, uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at iSankofa. I would say Snapchat, but Snapchat is like, I don't know. It ain't nothing going on on Snapchat, but it just it's still with me. us. It is me. On, I don't. I don't use it, but I just be seeing people like be trying to add me, and I don't let nobody like <gasps> follow me on there, and I don't want people to think I'm acting funny. But it's just I ain't. <laughs> Devin doesn't have any social, so you can't find him on that shit. But I Devin and I are going to talk about Eternal soon, so we'll y'all can listen to him talk about that. So yeah, we'll be back next week for episode. I think it's only eight episodes this season or something like that. Six, something small like that. Six or eight. So it's not a whole 10 episode season. So it was. Maybe it's not. I think it's mm-hmm. only uh yeah, it's only eight episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. we don't got that much left of insecure. So we'll be back next week. Well, that's week. right, because some of them are different 
Links of time. That's what it is. The last one is longer. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. The, the first one was longer. The first one was long. Wasn't it like 45 minutes? Yeah. The first one was like 47 yeah. minutes. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, Brandon, we're going to have to talk about Curb because, oh my God. Yes, please. That season to. is so good. Go oh, yeah, Curb's Go great. Curb is so great. We got to get Lauren caught up on Curb. But yeah, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, and thank you, thank you, we'll ladies. Thank you week. for taking points. Peace.